Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Divine from Wrestling with the Locals, and we did things a little different last night for AEW Double or Nothing as we did a uh, live podcast. Well, actually not live. We we did record it and upload it, and that's why it took so long to get it up. Next time we will be doing it live on the YouTube channel for everyone. But uh, we wanted to do it in person, and we did a challenge at the end of it. Just to kind of add some more time, and we didn't realize how long we were going to go. We ended up going like an hour and ten minutes or something like that. But uh, we'll we'll try to cut it down next time and and keep it keep it straightened up. But for all those of you that aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel and you still listen to the podcast, you need to go subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see my gorgeous face in person. You can see Jerry. Uh, last night we introduced one of our uh, our pets into the the video just to kind of explain some situations to everyone and uh there there they go again call it but um we're gonna break down aew double or nothing 2021 this year was an epic fantastic amazing awesome just all out great show no pun intended is all out will be in september but um First match of the evening was a uh, buy-in match on the free pre-show that they do for the NWA Women's World Championship, Serena Deep versus Rio. Serena Deep would win by submission. Uh, gave that match about a three-star. They did a few things in there that were very unique and different, but uh, very good match. Serena Deep is a hell of an athlete. She's an older lady. Not like an uh, an older older lady, but she's an older lady, and she um she's been around a time or two. If you don't remember the CM Punk Straight Edge Society where the lady shaved her head, that was Serena Deeb's original run as a wrestler when she was in WWE with her head shaved. Moving right along, though, I don't want to keep you guys too long because if you watch the uh, the YouTube channel, which I would really appreciate if you do listen to this podcast, I would appreciate you going over. And hitting the subscribe button on that YouTube channel and helping us get our numbers up so that, uh, you know, we can we can do more for you. We open up the evening with JR and Taz coming out to join Tony Schiavone and that goof Excalibur at the announce table. And uh, that's how you know the main show's kicking off. First matchup of the evening, of course. Time to do some cowboy shit. Cowboy hangman Adam Page. Taking on the machine, Brian Cage. Funny, right? Cage versus Page. I gave it about a three-star due to the interference from Team Taz. Um, some point during the match, they came down. Taz, you know, on my, on the commentary team for his, you know, his Team Taz's match. But they come down to get involved. Cage didn't want their help. Gets a buckshot lariat for his efforts of turning them down. And Page picks up the win. Well, it was a pretty good match. Huge fan of Hangman Page. Loving the fact that uh, he, he got his victory back. Go right into the AEW Tag Team title match up next. It's the Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. And if you do, you know, if you did listen to me make my predictions, you know who I predicted. You know, I, I ain't trying to prove nothing. But uh, five-star match. Just absolutely phenomenal. Of course, Brandon Cutler was out there. Kingston and Moxley took him out to begin with early. They brawled before the bell even started. They were all over the ringside area. Carl Anderson comes out closer to the end of the match. He gets taken down by Kaz. Doc Gallows, well, well let me cut myself off there. As Carl Anderson's coming out on the stage, 
Doc Gallows is trying to hit the ring. Moxley and Eddie take him down. Then Chaos takes out Carl Anderson. Then they, uh, at some point, and I don't even realize when, but Moxley got busted open. I believe it was when he got hit with the aerosol Kulik can by one of the Bucks. He gets hit with an Indy taker on the stage. I mean, they just steadily, steadily just beating the piss out of each other last night. But uh, great match, five-star matches. The Young Bucks retained the AEW Tag Team titles. And then, of course, we get no more BS. Mr. Paul White comes out to join the announce team for the Casino Battle Royale match. And um, I, I said it on the video last night, and I'll say it again. I feel like we got gypped. I don't feel like there was 21 men in that battle royale. I think there was only 20. But uh, Hobbs, Cage, Matt Seidel, Dustin Rhodes, Max Caster, Matt Hardy, number 10 from the Dark Order, Nick Camarado, uh, Sir Pentico, or whatever the hell his name is from Luther's partner, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Jungle Boy, Aaron Solo, Evil Uno, Lee Johnson, Varsity Blondes, Colt Cabana, Penta L Zero, Nero, and of course, the Joker card that was drawn. Shout, wait, wait, let me stop right there. Speaking of the Joker outfit, Penta showed up last night in an awesome purple and green tribute to the Joker costume. Loved every damn thing about it. It was phenomenal. Penta stepped up his game. That was great. Loved the Joker thing. Anyway, moving right along, the Joker card of the night, the mystery entrant, the last man, Leo Rush. Didn't last very long. Thank God I'm not a huge fan of his. I mean, he's a great in-ring performer. I give him that. But, 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 when they put him with Bobby Lashley on WWE and I had to listen to him run his mouth every week, I got sick of him. So he's not that big of a deal for me. I'm not that happy that we have to put up with him. Now, maybe he can win me over as long as he doesn't come out there and run his mouth every week and actually wrestles because he did do some pretty amazing things last night. I'll give him that. But we went down to the last three men. It was Matt Hardy. It was Christian and Jungle Boy. Now, I called Christian to win this unless somebody new debuted. Somebody new debuted. He didn't win it. He got eliminated. Christian was still in it. Matt Hardy was in it. Jungle Boy was in it. Jungle Boy won. What the hell, right? That was great. The fans loved it. Not what I called, but hey. Kudos to Jungle Boy. Maybe maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he's going to be, you know, I doubt it. He's not going to, I don't see him beating Kenny Omega, but I bet him and Kenny Omega have a damn good match. But kudos to Kenny Omega for, you know, having to deal with Jungle Boy. And kudos to Jungle Boy for managing to win the Casino Battle Royale. Um, going right into the fourth match of the night, of course, they did a, 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 a thing there before the match where, they talked about uh, tribute to, you know, it wasn't like tribute to the troops, but it was like uh, pay respect to people from Memorial Day, to the veterans and paws for dogs, dogs for veterans, things like that. And then they went right into the the American dream for one night only, the American dream, Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson taking on the governor, Anthony Agogo with QT Marshall. Very, very good match. I give it four stars due to the fact that, of course, you had all, all the, the outside stuff going on. You got Arn and QT out there. You got you got all that mess going on. Anthony Agogo somehow gets busted open over the right side of his head. It, it turned out to be a very entertaining match as Anthony Agogo officially, I believe, but that was his first official in-ring matchup of, of ever 
in AEW unless he's wrestled on Dark or Elevation, and I'm not for sure if he has or hasn't. I don't get to watch Dark. I don't get to watch Elevation near as much as I'd like to. Occasionally, I'll check in and see what they're doing, but I'll say this much. Cody, QT Marshall did a phenomenal job of training this young man. He stepped up his game. And he really went all out last night. He really showed up. He's got the the loss of sight in his left eye. And for him to be able to go like he did, he really just, you know, impressive. Now, the only thing I noticed that was different last night was Cody did not use crossroads for the finish. He used the vertebraker to pick up the victory over Anthony Agogo. And then we move on to the TNT Championship match. As Miro takes on Lance Archer, and again, I gave it, you know, I gave it three, four stars. Um, as there was some interference, Jake Roberts did come out. Jake Roberts acted like he had a snake in the bag, and Miro had to bump him down and, and things like that. And then uh, Lance Archer technically did not, you know, he did not submit. He did not get pinned. He got put in uh, Rusev or Miro, sorry, Miro's submission. He got put in Miro's submission and was made to pass out. Um, so they, you know, again, they're, they're building for these two to, to, to feud a little bit. I can tell you that. And I feel like Lance Archer will eventually beat him for the belt because I mean, he passed out he didn't submit, he didn't get pinned They're They're going to let him get the belt hopefully at some point off of Miro, but we'll have to see what happens. And then of course they made the announcement that all out will be returning to Chicago in September. That's a, a big deal for them. That's where it all started all in was the original thing that got AEW started all in, and it'll actually be all out in Chicago in September. Then we have our sixth match of the evening, AEW women's title. I give it three stars. There were some botches. There were some spots where the ladies did not lay their shit in. Thank you, Motley Cruz. You got to lay your shit in, and they didn't. They really didn't. I was, you know, Britt Baker has really stepped up her game. She's really impressed me with how well she she's done. Since I first, you know, since she first came on to the scene there in AEW. Um, but last night, I was not very impressed with either one of them. Wasn't. We do have a new women's champion, however. Uh, Sheeta has held the belt for a year. And she won it last year at Double or Nothing. It was only fitting that she held it all the way up to Double or Nothing this year. Britt Baker would beat her last night. Um it was kind of sad, though. Like I said, I gave it about three stars due to so much interference because Rebel ended up hitting Britt Baker with a crutch when she was aiming for Sheeta. Uh, there was, you know, the belt got thrown in. Britt had to curb stomp her on the belt, different things like that. So it just, it just irked me that they have to do so much outside involvement, weapon involvement, and things like that. It, it, you. You're killing. I mean, she's a heel. I get it. You want her to look weak, but you don't want her to look too weak, or she won't be worth having as a champion. Moving right along, though, congratulations to Britt Baker. She was the only person to take home a new championship last night. She is the new AEW Women's Championship. The seventh match of the evening was Sting and Darby Allen versus All Ego Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Man, was this card stacked? I'm just telling you, it was a huge night. Uh, I don't think the. Uh, I don't think the show ended until almost 11 o'clock last night. And then we uh, we actually did our podcast on the YouTube channel until like, uh, I think it was like 1230 in the morning. So a long night for us. I'm tired, exhausted this morning. Um, 
But man, Sting and Darby Allen showed up to take it to all Ego, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky. Sting doing some things you didn't think he could do as they take it all over the ringside area. The match doesn't get started for a good few minutes. Then he gets suplexed by Scorpio Sky on the stage. Does the diving cross body after he shoves Scorpio Sky off the stage. Diving cross body off of the stage onto Scorpio Sky and all ego Ethan Page. Man, what a brutal match. I gave it four stars just because Sting impressed me before the bell even rung. 60-something-year-old man out there just whew, tearing it up from start to finish. It was great. Um, they really impressed me. Scorpion death drop and a pin for the win for Sting and Darby Allen. Four stars. Impressive matchup. The eighth match of the evening and your first of a co-main event. Here we go. AEW World Championship title match. Pac, the bastard Pac, versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, versus the cleaner, the belt collector, the best belt machine, Kenny Omega, the AEW champion, the Impact champion, the, what is he, TNA champion, AAA mega champion, God knows what else he's got, other than, you know, he's, he's got so many damn monikers, it's unreal, but Kenny Omega, he did retain, but let me tell you, I, I gave it five stars, okay, because there was, there's no way you could rate that match any lower because they just really showed why Orange Cassidy deserved to be in that main event spot because Orange Cassidy is one of the best. Yes, everybody thinks that he's just a comedy wrestler and he does the slaw stuff. Yeah, he does. But let me tell you, when he turns it on and he steps up his game, he tears the house down. And last night, him, Pac, and Kenny Omega tore the house down. To get to the finish, though, let me just explain this. This is the only part that just really killed me. It cracked me up, really. It was great. Uh, Don Callis got worried. He came down, pulled the referee out, stopped the count because Orange Cassidy had the win, or Pac had the win. One that I can't even remember. Anyway, uh, Kenny Omega ends up taking out the referee because Pac had the brutalizer applied on Orange Cassidy and wouldn't let go. So Omega takes out the referee. After he takes out the referee, somehow Orange Cassidy ends up rolled out of the way. Kenny then uses first the impact belt, then the AAA belt, then the TNA belt, and then the AEW championship and hits Pac with all four belts. All four belts. Yeah. Four belts, four belt shots, right? They just, yeah, it cracked me up. He was like, oh, I got one more. Ah, give me one more. Oh, give me one more. Oh, there's one left. Okay. And then Orange Cassidy would hit these guys with the orange punch. He got the pin on Omega. And then Omega just crucifix pinned and rolled him up and got the victory and, and managed to win. Um, but, but man, they just tore the house down. There was so much involved in that match last night. Just a great match. Now, we do know that uh, they'll be doing full gear in November. It'll be November the 6th, and they will be going to St. Louis, Missouri for full gear. And, of course, Chicago in September for All Out. So two more big shows coming for these guys as All Out is coming soon, and so is full gear. And then we move on to a few other things here as uh, – they announced that Friday, October the 13th, Rampage. Rampage will be debuting. I believe it was said to be debuting on TNT. I did not write that in my note because I had too much going on last night. 
But uh, Friday, October the 13th, Rampage, and I believe that's a Friday night, if I'm not mistaken. Mark Henry will be on the commentary team, and he will also be a new coach as he signed with him last night. The, the Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer, World's Strongest Man, Mark Henry. He's going to be on the commentary team for the Rampage show as well as he's going to be one of the new AEW coaches. And then, of course, we have the Bull Rope match coming up Friday night on AEW Friday Night Dynamite this week as Dustin Rhodes takes on Rick Carmano in a Bull Rope match. And they set that up at Double or Nothing as Rick hit Dustin in the head with it after Dustin had him eliminated out of the battle royal. So if you've never seen a bull rope match, I've personally been in one. They are brutal, but uh, you've got a bull rope with a cowbell tied in the center and you put a, you know, you, you put it around your wrist and your opponent puts it around their wrist. You got to touch all four corners of the, uh, all four top turnbuckles of the ring while dragging your opponent behind you, but you got to beat your opponent down bad enough that they can't stop you from tagging all four corners and you can use the bull rope and the cowbell that is attached to that bull rope for a weapon throughout the match. There's pretty much no rules. You can beat the shit out of each other, bloody each other up. It, it's an all out brawl. I mean, a, a bull rope match is no joke, but uh, moving on as we go right into the other main event of the evening as MJF comes into the arena, into the stadium there where the Jacksonville Jaguars play in a limo to uh to distract i guess i i don't understand why he came in a limo by himself but uh inner circle would then rappel down off of the billboard or the sign there in the stadium as their music played and then of course in would drive tully and ftr and sean spears in the pickup truck that belongs to ftr Tully was dressed for a fight. Looked like he came out of uh, eight. What was nineteen eighty sixes bunkhouse brawl? Man, he had on the old boots and the jeans and the bandana tied around his neck, just like he did back in the day. And um, they had a hell of a match. I give them that. They tore the house down. They battled all over the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. All the way into the offices, they used the coaches throwing footballs to Jericho, so Jericho could throw them at MJF. MJF got his head put through a football. Um, he got his head put through the. Uh, I'm sorry, the the office window to the door. Kind of a a shout out to uh, you know, of course, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty for the heel turn at the barber shop, as well as just man, it was just an epic match. We got to see Conan show up to support LAX at the club scene when FTR and uh, Santana and Ortiz were brawling it out in the, the bar up at the top of da uh, not Daly's place, but the stadium. They ended up brawling all the way over into Daly's place from the stadium, which, uh, you know, of course, Jacksonville Jaguars is the home, you know, is, is the home of AEW as well. So, I mean, it's only fitting that they brought all the way back into Daly's place. Sammy Guevara would then run Sean Spears down with the golf cart. Instead of Sammy getting ran over, it was Sean Spears getting ran over. Pretty interesting little feat there. Uh, Sammy Guevara would then take Sean Spears into the ring, and he would take Sean Spears out. He would hit what I think he called the 690 or something, the Centon splash thing, looked like a 450 modified. But he would hit that move, get the pinfall on Sean Spears, and he would save the inner circle because if they were to have lost last night to 
the pinnacle, they would not be allowed to be a team anymore. So congratulations to Sammy Guevara as he picked up the victory for the inner circle. Uh, they did have uh, what we were told was a sellout crowd last night in Daly's Place as they allowed a max capacity crowd back into the arena for the first time since COVID hit. Uh, man, it was great to see a live crowd there. They did great. The crowd was hot. crowd loved every minute of the show. Hell, I loved every minute of the show. I was completely impressed with most of the matches. There were a few things that threw me off, but man, they tore the house down. They really stepped up, entertained, and just did great. It was um, overall the show. I, I give the whole show five stars. You know, hell, I might even give it six stars just to piss Dave Meltzer off because the show really did step up. Uh, it was better than WrestleMania this year. I'll say that because WrestleMania left me with more questions than answers. WrestleMania left me wondering what the hell they were thinking. And, man, AEW Double or Nothing really just turned it up, showed us exactly what uh, what some of these guys were capable of and how they needed to um, – who they needed to push. And, and, and shout out to Lance Archer. He has uh, – you know, he's, he's liked one of our posts before. I really felt that he should have won last night, but I think they're building for something to where he gets the big, big win in front of a huge, huge crowd of not just at Daly's place, but a huge crowd, like maybe all out for Chicago in front of like, you know, 10,000 fans. That would be that moment where he gets that huge pop when he topples Miro or something. But uh, I really think Lance Archer is going to be somebody uh, I did see a thing where he wants a shot at the IWGP World Heavyweight title, and I'm cool with that. I think he'd be a great IWGP World Heavyweight champion. I know for damn sure that he'd be a great AEW champion or TNT champion. So um, just uh, hopefully hopefully they don't screw anything up in AEW. They're, they're on the right track. Looking forward to Friday Night Dynamite. Uh, happy Memorial Day to everyone. I know that uh, normally I put this podcast out right after the pay-per-view, but we did it a little different this year. We did it a little different this time. We went ahead and did the YouTube video and did it that way. But uh, next time we'll we'll make sure it's a little different on all ends. But want to thank everybody for your continued support. Looking forward to watching a little bit of Monday Night Raw tonight and getting that out of the way and moving on with life and Everything else that's going on. So just send us our thought, you know, send us your thoughts and prayers. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you to all the veterans out there. If you have not already, please go over to Wrestling with the Locals on YouTube and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Share, 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 and like. Leave us some comments. Get ready because we will be doing a QA soon or later. Send us your questions to CCWA Wrestling at Yahoo.com or message them to us on our Facebook page. And if you have any requests for a podcast, oh, excuse me, I'm still exhausted. If you have any requests for a podcast, please send those in to us. We don't mind doing them. Looking forward to it. Uh, shout out to anyone in the Lafayette, Louisiana area this weekend. There is a Herps show. And for those that don't know what the Herps show is that have not listened to the podcast before, anyone within, a, would say, a two to three hour driving radius of of Lafayette this weekend. You might want to purchase your tickets and head on over to the arena there in, in Lafayette. Find Herps Reptile. Uh, it's Exotic Pets and Reptiles show on Facebook. 
They have snakes. They have sugar gliders, hedgehogs, lizards, birds. God, they have all kinds of stuff at these shows. I mean, it's just a, a phenomenal thing to do. And even if you don't want to buy anything, take the kids. You get a, you can get a little bit of an education in some ways from things like this because they do talk about some of the animals and, and try to give as much information as they can. But uh, who knows if we decide to venture out this weekend, you might actually run into us over at uh, Herps one, one day or or something. You never know. But uh we really appreciate everybody who listens to wrestling with the locals and we really appreciate everybody going over and hitting the subscribe button on YouTube and helping us get our numbers through the roof. And again, for, for Jerry, who's not with me and Paul, who probably will never be with me because he just keeps running in the other direction because he doesn't love his brother anymore. It's all good though. Fuck him. This is divine. Thank you for listening to Wrestling with the Locals. Hope you watched AEW Double or Nothing last night. And if you didn't, I hope you enjoyed what little bit of knowledge I was able to pass on to you. It was a great show, and we'll see you later.